I was always moved by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out when three chums had found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Welcome to this episode of the Butcher Baker and Candlemaker in Space. Kind of ran out of air there. Space. <laughs> Welcome everybody. I'm the Butcher. Joining me tonight is Baker. How did you? And Pantagruelia. Hey, space friends. Okay, so we are tearing it up with the uh, with the new Sentinel update. Um, <laughs> to to the point now where. It's almost gotten too easy again. <laughs> For you. Well, <laughs> so once you start going into the pirate, uh, the dissonant pirate systems, um, I mean, really, you know, shoot them with your ship, get all the parts, go to the ba go to the camps, go to the ship, get a bunch of them. So one thing I did notice that in one of the patches. Um, so where before, where you could just, uh, you could, you could go to a camp, get the dissonant spike, um, location, which gives you where the, where the ship is. Um, uh, you go there, you, you go through its little thing, get the ship, then you fly it, you know, uh, you know, 20 or 30 units away from the landing pad and then go back to the camp and, and it sends you back to that same place, but now it's got another ship there. Um, so evidently they fixed that. You can still go back to the camp and, you know, hit the distant spike. And if there's another ship, um, you know, within the range of that camp, uh, then it'll take you there. Um, so I hit one camp that gave me six different ship locations. So I was still able to get a bunch of a bunch of ships, uh, you know, varying, you know, from C class to S class. Uh, but uh, when it, when it gave me the uh, the spot for a place that I had already been and moved the ship, uh, it was empty. So they obviously have fixed that, which they are prone to do. Um. So you can still make a crap ton of money, you know, by, you know, marking that camp and flying back to it again and again until it runs out of uh, ship locations. <clears throat> but it, so the other thing is, is that it's also a great way of learning um, alien languages because every ship you go to, it sends you to a, um, an ancient site where you you know, go to the monolith, but those have three of the knowledge stones associated with them. Um, so that's, that's enough for one level of the base computer quest. Uh, so if you, if you're doing those, uh, you know, if you're on a new save and you're still doing those base computer quests, just getting those ships also will get you, uh, you know, unlocks on your uh, base computer. So, um, very handy indeed, uh, but incredibly trivial to, to do. Basically, it's just a matter of time. You know, there's no, you know, there's no threat. Um, now, you can, if you, so norm, when you shoot from your ship, you don't get any Sentinel drones that come um, and attack you. But if you, if you land your ship, shoot the, the ground troops, then hop back in your ship. I got sent a little drone sent after me. So theoretically you could do that and get, and then, you know, fly up into uh, space with those guys chasing you and eventually get the, uh, the Sentinel ship 
the capital ship to come in and attack you, uh, where you can blow that and get the uh, Dreadnought AI fragment um, to get a ship location. Plus, watch the incredible explosion. But they, <laughs> those those ships are the epitome of Bullet Sponge, um, because you it takes a lot of time. Um, shooting that thing in order to uh, to take them down, but it's always a fun fight. But that's uh, you know that's that's a way that you know if you really want to do that fight, but you're in a pirate system, um, that that's a way to do it. Um, always so, easier with know. a really heavy uh, infra knife uh, loadout, so that you can uh, you know lay the smack down on it. That's what I was going to ask was what would be the best weapon and is it maxed out and you're still having – it's still a bullet sponge even with a maxed out weapon? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. But as long – I saw – as long as you take out the uh, um, weaponry, take out those turrets, it's yeah, it pretty doesn't, easy. Yeah, that. it doesn't – yeah, you can just sit there and uh, you still get the drones flying around um, shooting at you, but – you know they they don't do that much damage, um, and you so you can just sit there and unload on that uh, on that dreadnought until it explodes. Nice, I have been firing up the in in was it the uh, the end system ships or freighters that fly in that you just shoot up, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting nearly as much in permadeath from that. It's not as not as nice of a payday, but I definitely would like to try the uh, the Sentinel ship, not in permadeath. <laughs> That's not happening. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> I you know the pirating in the pirate system has always been kind of luck of the draw. So it depends on yeah. You know, there there's systems that have. The, the freighters that only have uh, three compartments on them. And it, that's a lot of work for very little reward. Um, but then you get in the ones that have, you know, the, the long tubes with, you know, the, the uh, cans all the way down the side where you're, you know, getting, you know, 15 or 20 uh, containers. And those pay off, but the the uh, character that I started up is still pirate free. Um, now, oh wow! Uh, admittedly, I I had gone to do some selective pirating. I was looking for um, salvage frigate modules. And so the really the only reason I didn't do any pirating was because I didn't find any uh of those uh in any of the containers on the on the freighters in the the couple of systems that I went to um so and I I couldn't be bothered with uh handling contraband uh, goods anymore because uh I was getting too much cash from uh, sentinel ships and if you're flying in a an interceptor uh then you don't need the uh the uranium uh for your launch fuel you need the the radiant shards or the uh pugnium so you know you don't get those from the uh, from the freighters so sent- sentinel interceptors are saving the local freighters from uh, being ravaged. I'm in one of those. They should just let me fly over and just shoot without questioning that I'm doing it because I'm flying one of their ships. <laughs> They're all like disguising. Why am I getting yeah. cargo scans when I go into, into? I'm flying a Sentinel ship. They should. This should be like I'm pulling into a station with a police car. They shouldn't be looking at me as though I might have contraband in the back of my police car because I am in a police car. So what's going on here? (laughs) Well, so they can tell that it's been altered and that it has a a humanoid uh, pilot 
because it has a harmonic brain instead of the uh, the hyperactive brain. <laughs> so that's that's that was their no. tip off is they, you know, they get a they get a readout from your uh, from your ship's brain and and it tells them that uh, that it's not a sentinel flying it. It's the, so it's the Abby normal brain yeah. from <laughs> Frankenstein and they don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Abby normal. All right. I was, I was wondering, cause I've, I know I've been getting, it seems like more cargo scannings since getting a Sentinel ship. Yeah. You definitely get a lot of so. them. And the, the, the one that I'm flying came with one, with one of those uh, scan blockers in it. But fortunately, you know, because I'm not pirating, I don't really care. Now, if they if they scanned mm -hmm. my freighter for stolen Sentinel interceptors, they'd have a field day. But they never do that because yeah, that, that, that thing's that doesn't out. show up. <laughs> that's oh man. Yeah, I got a bunch of those too. It really is weird that that's like that's maybe that is why maybe that is why we're getting scanned more. Mm -hmm. It's because those things show up and they're kind of like uh, you know chum in the water. I got a bunch too. Yeah, those pirate they're just trying to there. catch us on anything. <laughs> you know, looking for tax <laughs> tax evasion charges. Yeah, yeah. Go the week. Yeah, if you can't get us for anything real, I guess go ahead. So that's, that's been the bulk of my play is just uh, collecting Sentinel ships and, and making scads of money. One thing I did discover was that, uh, um, you know, so normally it's almost impossible to get a storage augmentation uh, from scrapping a C-class ship. Uh, but with these Sentinel interceptors, I don't know if it's because of the value of them or what, but I... I get about as many of the of those uh, storage augmentations from those ships in C class as I did in, in regular ships in in B and A class. Oh wow! So I'm getting quite quite the stack of uh, of storage augmentations, but they come with so much storage in them, you don't really worry about it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's it's insane. Like if you can find one of those as soon as you start a new character, you just ditch that radiant pillar and don't even worry about trying to find yourself anything else for a while. Cause I mean, that's tons of room. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you, if you can get into an A class or an S class, um, Sentinel interceptor, you know, right off the bat, you know, using the, the, the technique I, uh, I detailed last episode, uh, you know, which is pretty, pretty simple to do. You've got, uh, you know, you've got yourself a ship that, you know, you're, you're not even going to be worried about uh, picking, you know, whether or not you should go to the space anomaly and get uh, the golden vector or the, uh, um, the speeder. Because you know these ships are ever much as good. The only the the great thing about the speeder is it comes packed out with uh, pulse drive uh, uh, augmentation. So you know it's nice to fly around. But you know the the other thing is is that you're you're collecting so many radiant shards that uh, you know you're never short on you know fuel for your uh, for your parts. Because the radiant shard will refill everything in your uh, Sentinel interceptor. The only downside to it is that uh, you can only stack uh, ten in permadeath. Yeah, it's and that's in the in your ship too, right? It still only goes to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and those things are everywhere on a corrupted planet. So it's, I mean. Even with my settings all the way to scarce, I still have <laughs> shit everywhere. I, it's not like there's really much of a difference between those settings, it would seem, in permadeath. Um, because I have, I mean, those 
radiant pillars or, or radiant pillars. The radiant crystals are everywhere. Yeah. On any corrupted planet I'm on. And I mean, along with dihydrogen, I, st- I trip over that shit just trying to get to the radiant uh, crystals. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, the only thing is, is that you have to, you have to land uh, to collect the radiant shards. Uh, because they require the advanced mining laser, laser to uh, to collect them, you can't do it from your ship. Right, which is something I like because most of these um, ships, the Sentinel ships we're getting, come with a phase beam and at least one module on them. It seems. So why can't we get the equivalent of an advanced mining laser on the phase beam? Like that seems like it could be a thing. I mean, it would. I mean, it's it's already yeah. super stupid easy to shoot stuff from space anyway. So why not just yeah. add that ability too? Yeah. yeah, make it stupider, easier. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Ray! That is, did you just have a stroke? What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Most smartest. <laughs> Most smartest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, it really is insane that that we can't shoot those from space with our ship. Because I mean, if I, if I if we can shoot those, uh, what the hell are those things? Drills? What are those? Um, oh, that we get the uh, yeah the dissonant resonators. Yeah, is that what those things are? Like, so we're shooting those and we're getting that part that is them. Is that what it is? Uh, we're getting the mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you guys know this, I don't pay attention to read shit in this game. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't read anything. It's, um, if we can shoot those on a pirate planet and we can shoot the spider creatures and get those uh, brains or whatever from those things, why can't we just add an add-on to the phase beam? Yeah. And just restrict it to the phase beam so that way, you know, it, at the very least, you know, it's not as easy as adding it to any weapon you have. You at least have to do that or something like that. But, like, you should be able to mm-hmm. shoot everything from space. I'd, ha- I'd have to reinstall that in my ship. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't make it without, you know, some sort of sacrifice. <laughs> it is going to take up a couple of slots if you uh, have to use yeah. it. Yeah, and I'm not even worried about the slots. I just don't like having to switch between weapons. <laughs> Oh, I know, right? I only use one weapon because I don't have to switch. <laughs> but uh, definitely loving the harmonic camps. You know, some of the some of them, all you'll get is a little bit of uh, goop and some rusted metal. Um, but um, I hit one, and not only did I get uh, you know augmentations, but I also got tainted metal. Oh wow. So, from what the wheelbarrows or yeah. whatever they are that are, yep, huh? That's pretty nice. Yep. Yeah. So when you go to the camps, make sure you hit the the wheelbarrows and um, that one little broken down robot dude. I can't remember what they're called. Autophage. Yes, that's the one. Because I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because those things give some killer rewards. Um, some, you know, again, sometimes you'll get tainted metal, or not tainted metal, but uh, Rust. rusted metal <laughs> and goop. But, you know, more often than not, I get like walker brains and tainted metal and augmentations. And it's just... Uh, Good, good place yeah. to gather loot. Okay. I will admit that that is a great – because, yeah, you, well, you do get some crappy stuff every now and then. Uh, probably about half the time you're going to get the rusted metal, mm-hmm. it seems. Um, like when I needed to put on a uh, – what's the scanner that tells you what the fighting is, is like in each system? Oh, the, yeah, conflict. Combat. yeah, conflict scanner. Yes. So you need a walker brain for that. And I didn't have one on hand. I was like, God, I don't want to have to go fight a whole bunch of this shit just to get a walker brain. And so I was like, I'm going to go to the Nexus. And before I went to the Nexus to see if there was a mission that would give me a walker brain, 
I saw one of those on the ground and I landed and got 10 of those, yep. 10 Walker brains. And oh my that goodness. is the, those in the, what is it? Are they call the resonating mirrors. Is that what the other things are? Like getting a stack of 10 of either one of those just, just lights up, man. That is just amazing that you can just get that kind of stuff. But there is more often you're going to get just a bunch <laughs> of rusty metal, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is, I mean, I would rather it be more rare than not. Yeah. It, it It's always, uh, you know, fun when you go in and you get something really crappy. <laughs> Where else can you get Walker well, Brains? So you can get them at, um, you can get them at the Anomaly when you do those missions. Where else can, up, apart from going, I'm, I'm on the hunt for Walker Brains right now. <clears throat> yeah, your best bet is those autophages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because the other place is the walkers. Yeah, you yeah and that's out. not happening. Oh. Gary's not, not going to take on a walker. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not how Gary do. Yeah, Gary's smart. <laughs> I would say do either a – because it, it's they do them with a Quicksilver sometimes as a Quicksilver mission reward too. Yes. But there's usually at least every few minutes one pops up as just a normal mission, and you can – just go do that mission real fast. And if you team up with other people, normally a mission's done sometimes before you even get to the planet. Cause somebody else is like insanely fast at getting them done. Okay. Um, it, but I would say the safest bet would be, yeah, either of those, just anything but fighting a Walker. Don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm no, no, that's, that's, that's not how things happen <laughs> for Gary. <laughs> If he had a tail, he would tuck it between his legs and run. Yeah, and you can find those autophages all over planets. All over all planets? Yeah, well, any of the dissonant planet, the corrupted planets. Corrupted planets. Yeah. yeah so they're just yeah. you know piles that are just kind of laying on the ground, kind of like uh, you know when you find the uh, uh, the the buried technology. Okay. All right. So yeah. they they have the same little um, insignia as the uh, the camps do uh, yeah. when you're looking on your you know through your scanner. So you can just see them, or if you're flying around, you can see them because they're usually lit up. Well, they have okay. the same icon. The little house lo- icon shows up. Yeah. Well. Well, I, those things almost sometimes they don't even show up when I'm right over something that I'm passing. Like yeah, it'll show so, me one off in the distance. Yeah, these one of all of the all of the new you know things are really slow to render. Um, so yeah, you could you can be right on top of one of those resonators and see it down on the ground and still not have a, a, a compass marker. Because um, mm. they're just they're they're really slow to show up. Mm. I keep I keep a C class. Um, like it's just a ship that I had that I didn't want to get rid of, and it only has it has no upgrades on the pulse drive, and I use that to roll across the top of planets and stuff to try to look for things because it moves so freaking slow. Mm. <laughs> so. Like I've just found just doing that because those Sentinel ships are so fast. Even if you do the slowest mode of movement, they're still fast. Yeah. And well, things just. But you can hover. Pass you. Yeah, but it's, I, I got to go, like, unless I'm using the, well, even if I'm using the controller, because it's like A mm. is go or trigger, you know. So it's they it's like it's still insanely fast trying to roll across the ground. It's like you got to just like tap the gas and then let it go and, and like hope that's keeps you going enough that you don't have to do it. But I'll still like, things will pass me before they ever load. Yeah. Sometimes because I think so fast. Yeah. I usually, you know, will just jet, uh, you know, a few hundred meter or a few hundred units, um, and then stop and hover in space, do a three sixty, you know, looking around and then fly, you know, a few hundred more and uh, just slowly creep across uh, that way. 
because yeah, no matter no matter how fast you're going, other than stopped, uh, it, you'll pass it before it uh, renders. Yeah, because they're so slow. Yeah, it's a shame that that uh, that AI module that you can get to upgrade on your uh, ship doesn't. Let's look for things like that. I don't even know what that thing does. I just saw that I hadn't unlocked it yet, so I unlocked it. Is that new? AI ship thing? I'm not sure which yeah, one just, you're thinking yeah. about. I will have to double check that. Let me. I will come back to that. So, Jen, what's Gary been up to? Oh, Gary. Um, <laughs> so, I've been trying to find... Uh, corrupted sentinel or a dissonant planet in a pirate system that's what i'm looking for right yep to make profit so poor little gary has been hopping from system to system to system trying to find this mythical planet <laughs> in a pirate system but it would be a lot easier if we could find a walker brain but <laughs> I spent today um, looking for Walker brains, trying to avoid conflict. Mm. So at, at first I was like, okay, got to find this dissonant planet. It's all cool. I find a planet. I'm like, sweet. And I start, you know, doing my use shooting from space because I'm terrified of everything um, just to just to get some stuff. And what do I shoot? I shoot a Walker. Oh, shoot. <laughs> one of those freaking spiders. Yeah. And now they call their friends from space. Yep. Like what happened to being able to shoot them while they were on the ground and then getting away scot-free? No, they called their buddies from space and I ended up in a fight. So, um, so I, you know, popped the anomaly and hid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> So, um, so I went down there and started walking around, but they were just way too angry. Like everything was just so angry and the animals were angry. So I, I dropped a base cause I was like bookmarking this place and, um, and then got back in my ship and figured I would, I would just keep, keep jumping. I got myself, um, Gary got a mech suit. And that has been a dream getting storm crystals. Oh yeah. Been awesome. Um, and um, but I keep using the stuff that I have to make the mech suit base. Like the the pad for it. I keep freaking using that and I have to not. I just, you know, I'll put it down, I have my suit, it's all good, I pick it up. And then I use the <laughs> sheets for something yeah. and I'm like, crap, I got to go find more. So I'm, we're just struggling to find supplies and, um, and finding different ways to do it, to avoid conflict, to avoid dying. And, um, and as much as I want to say, this is a pacifist run. Pacifist means, you know, I'm willfully avoiding conflict this is kind of like a coward run i'm scared <laughs> of conflict so you it, know yeah it's um, passively one way yeah yeah exactly yeah, gary too is not accepting any aggression towards himself that's right that's right and you know and he'll fight if he has to in space but um but yeah, he's avoiding it. So, so does Gary not have a an economy scanner in his little uh, jalopy? No, because we need a freaking Walker brain. Well, not not for the, the not for the economy. oh no, not the not yes they yes an economy scanner yes. If he has an economy scanner, he doesn't need a conflict scanner. Oh, why? But I need to. I need the conflict scanner to find out if it's a pirate. No. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, because the with the economy scanner, it'll tell you that it's a black market system. And so, how do I know? So it'll so on the on the top line, it'll say that it's a dissident planet, and then on yeah. the economy line, it'll tell you that it is a, a black market system. 
And so that is your pirate system. So there, there aren't any pirate systems that aren't black market, and there's no black market that aren't pirate. So if, if you see a black market system and it's a dissonant, a dissonant uh, system, then that's what you're looking for. So the whole system is dissonant? <clears throat> yep. And then once you get, once you get into the system, uh, a standard scan will tell you if it's a corrupted planet or not. Uh, even if you don't have any scanners. Do I need a corrupted planet to make big bucks? Yeah. Corrupted mm -hmm. planet is where you're going to find all of the, the uh, interceptor parts. You can shoot from space and not have any of their drone buddies show up. Okay. I thought all so right. too, but the planet that I'm using right now is an aggressive mm -hmm. sentinel planet. It's not. It doesn't say corrupted when you scan it. Okay. But so, it is in a dissonant system. So some oh. of these... Does it have all the purple crystals? It does. Oh, that's weird. It, everything that would be there is there. It's where I found that S-Class um, Sentinel ship on my own that I was telling you guys about. Mm. Yeah, it's it's an aggressive Sentinel planet. Because I, I got into the system, I was like, what the hell is this? Why are there no planets in this system that are, are corrupted? Because it says it's dissonant. And then I, right. like, I just happened to have one of those echolocator things in my, um, mm. what is it? I think I have one right here, actually. Uh, yeah, the echolocator. So I did one of that in the system, and it directed me to an aggressive sentinel planet. Yeah. And I got there, and everything was oh, yeah. corrupted. So, All right. What's up? Something's <laughs> not right. Yeah, Something so I would, right. Go, I would go to a different system. So, so okay. you definitely want, so it has to be a dissonant system. Okay. Um, has to be dissonant. Has to be dissonant. Um, and you want it to be black market. Dissonant black market. Um, and then you want the, when you scan the planet, you want it to say corrupted sentinels. Okay. Corrupted sentinel. So I'm, I'm. Like literally writing this down now. Yeah, because that's because corrupted sentinels won't shoot you on sight, but aggressive sentinel planets they they shoot you as soon as they see you. Okay, and yeah. how easy are these to find? Is this like is this like trying to find a unicorn? No, not quite that bad. It's not easy. Um. It's kind of weird because they seem to be clustered together. Um, I've usually found, you know, two of them in the same general vicinity. Uh, but I've also gone, you know, great distances, many, many light years uh, without, you know, without finding any. It's some of it is impatience. Um, but some of it is just, you know, they're just, they're somewhat rare. So they're, they're not quite as bad as the, you know, the worst, uh, you know, the rarest Foshnock masks. Okay. Well, we'll keep our hopes. But it does, going. it is handy if you already have a Sentinel interceptor, even if it's a crappy one, uh, because they have yeah. really long, uh, hyperdrive range right out the gate, even without any upgrades. Okay. That's good to know. Keep hunting. So, um, Gary, Gary's still hunting. Gary's still avoiding fights. Gary is still adorable. Um, and also still very much alive. And I saw Baker, you shared with us that, um, that Gek hood, like it's like a, mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I thought you guys would like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's like a little hoodie. A little, you know what they call them in uh in central Canada? They call hoodies bunny hugs. Well, there I don't go. hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bunny hug for a geck. Yeah. Yes, the geck spawning cowl. Yeah, it's pretty it's nice. So Which cute. seems kind of weird, but you know. They're gecks. Why is it a spawning cowl? Like, 
you is it i don't know don't you'll know. have to ask gary <laughs> well gary is all about fashion he's wearing that um that lovely little gold shield on his belt and he appreciates a good pantaloon so it, it is interesting that they finally add something specifically for the geck and it makes him look like a babushka <laughs> i know it's so cute it looks yeah. awesome. I With think it's going to look really cool with a cape. Not under the chin. Yeah. Yep. With the cape, it's going to be amazing. Guarantee it. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Oh, it's great. You'll look like a wizard. It'll look like a Gek wizard. <gasps> uh, what's um, Willow? You get to you get to be Gek Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, guys, I don't know what I'm going to do if Gary dies. I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> just, just you know, not that anything bad's gonna happen to Gary, but you might want to go into the uh, appearance modifier and take notes of exactly which settings you have for each thing. Oh, I yeah. have I I have lots of pictures of him being adorable, sniffing flowers, you know. Yeah. Doing doing the Gary two things. Yeah, it'll it'll just be easier if you've got like head number three. You know, a body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally will have to screen cap all oh. my settings before I go. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait till you get to the center of the galaxy when you make that yeah. jump. <laughs> then you unlock the title, the immortal, for reaching the center mm. of the Yes. Oh, and so gosh. when you throw that title on, then you know that your character is going to be a very sad day when that character dies because. Mm. I don't think that title unlocks across your <laughs> across everything. You have to unlock it per character. So that's one of those things where if you see a permadeath character in the Nexus and it says the immortal after their name, they they traveled the whole system or the whole galaxy mm. in permadeath. So that's it, it's really sad when when you, you get stay with you if you change it to normal because now you can change your mode God. after you jump. I don't know. I've I've never tried changing that, any of my characters from one mode to another. No. That's legit what I'm gonna do. What? Why would you go from permadeath to? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess, but to, to make, make him to truly make him, immortal. Yeah, exactly. Make what is him actually immortal? Hmm. Oh. Oh, okay. does that does that does that like does that totally, you know, go against your your permadeath code? No, actually, I really like it. I would never do that with my main character, but I like the idea of doing it with uh, one where I get a bunch of ships and I don't ever want to get rid of them and I'm afraid it's going to die. I like that yeah. idea. But I would probably go survival or something to keep things as hard as possible. Because if I'm, oh, all yeah. I'm all done, then I don't want to go normal and make it easy. you kidding me? If I get to the center <laughs> with Gary 2, he's going to go like chillax mode. What is that like? <laughs> easy peasy almost creative mode yes was that or, casual yeah. laid back <laughs> retirement mode that's it's... what it's going to be he's going to live in a fat castle with a fat chair where he can look out on the world in his piles and piles of gold and just you know live la, live la vida gary gold ain't worth shit in this game <laughs> yeah well you need no ray's ray's idea of a paradise planet with a with a nice view that's what you do yeah. is you give him that and then and then you log out and just leave it alone <laughs> yep yep he lives his life Ugh, but i gotta get him to the center first i got six hundred thousand to go you're almost there it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing <laughs> Six hundred thousand you to go. I am so excited for episode two hundred when we celebrate you making it to the center. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, my B class explorer is getting like seven hundred and twenty per jump. That gotta get that sentinel ship. Yeah. That's like six fifty yeah. with you know, without even trying. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly more if you drop it on a supercharged slot. Yeah, that jumps it up over eight. 
over eight. Yep. No, this is with the yep. supercharged slot and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now. I got everything. I was moving my my hyperdrive modules around, man. I'm like, that's yeah, like Gary. Gary needs to work a little harder at finding himself a pirate system. <laughs> Gary will. He'll he'll find something. He so, has to. So, and and that partially explains why he's having such a hard time finding one. Yeah. Yeah, he, I, he can barely skip to the next system. Seriously. Oh, Gary. It was today. I just, I don't know what was happening. Um, I had him doing free explore. And no matter where we went, it was the same person had discovered all of these systems. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to find a dissonant system if it's already been bond and stuff and save like i gotta i gotta get out of this person's path and i'm trying to push myself as far away from the path as possible and it's just the same person mm. every time so i can't wait to get out of their space that might be part of it yeah, yeah. i'm so attached to him <laughs> <laughs> you might lose me for a week because I'm too inconsolable. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary. Gary too is going to be fine. He's he's got this one more thing he needs to do. Yeah. Okay. And then I started working on and then Marmarium. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't write his epitaph and... yet oh my god <laughs> i don't think i can say that word in memoriam in memoriam in... <laughs> uh, yeah in the arms of the angel will play in the background and it'll just be slideshows of gary gary too rather <laughs> riding riding on animals sniffing flowers <laughs> yeah in the same spot in the galaxy which is why you're still at like seven hundred thousand. you said no, 600,000 600 <laughs> no, you've covered along i know how far, i know where it starts you so you have gone a long way yeah yeah you usually start like 750 720 out yeah yeah they start you way out there yeah um i think i i just hit the 50 the 50 jump milestone oh nice yeah but just so you know when you get closer to the center um, mm -hmm. it's actually longer. So when it says that you're jumping like a hundred, you're really only jumping 50 because the, my, the light years are actually longer when you get closer to the center because of the gravity. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid uh, science. Uh, so, so there is one other, you know, alternative. So, you know, we could... I think I've got a nice uh, pirate distant system with a uh, where the corrupted planet is lush. Oh, so you can you know wander around. You just avoid the storms and everything's good. Um, but uh, you know Gary could come and visit, and uh, you know get what he needs, and then go back to where he's at and be in much better position to uh to get uh where he's going maybe but i won't even let him use any of the uh any of the twitch rewards uh, <laughs> all right well then he, better, then he better get in that galaxy map and find him a damn right? planet oh <laughs> poor gary yeah. Baker, yeah, what we'll have you been that. up to? Well, if if you guys want to come visit my pirate sentinel system that I found, it is if you pop in the galaxy map and you turn, then all you'll see is the center because I am right on the edge. Oh, nice! I am. You can you can make the leap from my star. So what? It is, that's where I finally found. Yep, I lucked out, and it's because I was in the nexus. And someone was post, it was all German people. I can't figure that one out because when I'm in the Nexus at a certain time of night, it's all Germans. Um, and I wonder if they just kind of merge everybody together 
or if it's, I have no idea, but it, it is strange that if I'm in there at about 2 a.m. my time, everyone is German. Uh, but there was one guy who was announcing things in German and English, wanting to know if he could hop a ride to the center of the galaxy in permadeath. And I said, sure. So I friended him up and then he joined me on that planet there. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go jump around and try to find a planet, a dissonant system here. And uh, he did his jump to the center from there and then was gone. And I went ahead and started looking around and it took 15 minutes because I had to jump a couple of times before I finally found a pirate dissonant system. Like they don't, I don't know how rare they are, but right there they were pretty hard to find. So it did take me a while of looking around before I finally found one. But it's, that's the ticket, man. In permadeath, when you want to do flip these ships and try to make money, or you just want a sentinel ship, do the pirate, do a pirate system. Because it's so much easier and such way less risk to... <laughs> Because I've almost died a couple of times, just like, like from pirates attacking the ground while I'm running across the ground. Like that's kind of worrisome sometimes because they've almost killed me a couple of times. But, but you don't really have to worry about sentinels as much if you're flying. And I'm really glad Ray you suggested that because now I've started flipping sentinel ships in permadeath too, mm -hmm. because I can just load up on everything I need from the air and then only land when I really need to. So that's really nice. Oh, that thing I was uh, asking about earlier is called the flight assist override. I don't think I've ever installed that. And I definitely had never unlocked it in the anomaly. Oh, yeah. You guys heard? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's like it adds maneuverability 11%. Um, yeah, so it's I, just, I saw that. And so I bought it and, and loaded it. And... I have no idea what it does. I couldn't tell any difference in the yeah. way my ship maneuvered or flew or, you know, anything else. I was expecting, you know, to be able to do drifting, um, you know, from the sound of it. Uh, but uh, no, it just flies like normal. Yeah, it's specifically in tune to increase the ability of the starship to drift. And then they hi they highlighted the word drift. During space flight, I actually loaded up the game just to remember what the hell this thing was called because I couldn't find it on Google. And, like, I've got it installed, and it doesn't seem to do shit. Yeah. Like, it's not enough of a maneuverability boost unless I were to drop it on maybe an S-class module or a supercharged module, but I don't want to do that. Right. So. Yeah, no, I, mean, I couldn't, I couldn't tell any difference in the way that it flew. So I don't know if that's, you know. If that's something, you know, that works better on console or, or what, but yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't do anything for me. Okay. I was just wondering about that. Cause I installed it and I was like, man, if this thing would help me like get out of the way of like other ships firing at me, that'd be cool. Cause that's kind of how it read to me mm. was that it would actually like assist you in not dying maybe during fights, but it really doesn't seem to do much. Um, or maybe I just haven't noticed it because I don't do that much fighting in that. But anyway, I, yeah, so I found, um, I found that nice pirate system. And like I said, I, there were, there was no corrupted, what would be labeled as a corrupted planet in the system. It was, it says aggressive sentinels. So I landed on the planet and, you know, sure enough, it led me directly to one of those camps. The echo locator took me exactly where I wanted to be. So I landed there and, there was a really nice, uh, it was, I think, a B-class um, multi-tool there that had, I think, three of its um, um, supercharged modules that were close to each other. So, like, that's pretty handy. So, I marked that location for later use in case I want to come back. And then went and went back to the computer and did the uh, dissonant spike thing for the ship. So, I went there, and it was an S-class. And every single one that I've found somewhere so far has been a C and very rarely a B. And then immediately I jumped to finding an S class. So I don't know if I, if, cause I didn't go looking for one on the coordinate exchange mm -hmm. and I was able to, um, people had marked them with comm balls, but they had found multiple ships and actually every ship on that planet that there was all the same ship, obviously, but they were all either A or S. 
So I wonder if you could farm, you know, same planet and if it's got S classes on it, if you could farm the same planet and get like higher grade ships off of it and then I guess abandon it. I'm not sure. Other people could probably use it after that. Mm. But like it'd be really nice if you could use it as a farming area, you know, farm a plant for ships and then move on to the next system. Yeah. But it it is so nice just being able to shoot those um sentinel spider things from space in permadeath because I got hit with a face full of blue flame, man, oh. and it scared me because they do more damage in permadeath, so much they more damage. Sure do. And it's, yeah. <laughs> and there was one point where I wish I could have got a screenshot of it because it was very much one of those like Iron Man type moments where it was following me with the blue flame as I was jetpacking up into the air trying to get away. And I was like, my lower half of my torso was still in the flame as I was flying up. Oh shoot! <laughs> it was really. I was like, man, I wish if I had stopped to take a shot, I would have died because I would have dropped directly to the ground. Uh, but it was, it's really nice finally finding one of those systems, and and being able to get nanites a lot easier because buying the uh, the stacks of uh, what is it, the suspicious tech modules and suspicious, you know, that kind of stuff. You can buy mm -hmm. those in there. And then you uh, unpackage them and then turn right around and sell them. And I think you invest like it's less than a million. It's it's a lot. It's under a million units. And you can turn around and get like three to 4,000 nanites for that. Yeah. And wow. then he's restocked in no time. It takes like maybe 10 minutes for him to be completely full up again and restocked on those. I was like, I don't even need to flip ships for nanites anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, that's definitely a good wow. way to um, to cash in nanites. Yep. If you need nanites, then Jen on Gary too. That's I would do that in pirate systems. Yeah. You can scrap your uh, Sentinel ship and then just invest in your nanites from there. Because I mean, scrapping one ship is going to get you probably around forty million at minimum, and then you're, you should be good after that. And that's not cheaty, man. I feel like that is a legit way to get your your money and your units in permadeath. Oh, yeah, for sure. The least I've gotten for any of the Sentinel ships has been 38 million. Yeah. Now, I will yeah, say they've crazy. been pretty crappy on uh, giving up uh, modules. I've typically only gotten two modules um, from many of the ships. But, How many augmentations are you getting? Um, so... I think I'm up to 10 augmentations um, after scrapping 14 ships. That's not bad for C-Class if it's mostly C-Class. Yeah, it's almost all C-Class. I mean, I think I've well, had one B-Class. That would actually be good if you were scrapping A-Class ships that were regular ships. Yeah. So that's that's not a bad ratio, no. honestly. Well, I was doing, I've been using the coordinate exchange a lot for my permadeath character because I feel like, you know, that's a rich character. It's done its duty. I'm not going to convert it to normal, but it is pampered. So it doesn't really do anything that gets it in a lot of danger. This past week was different. And it's only because I kind of forgot that I was on that character and then I got <laughs> myself into some shit, <laughs> but I got away. Luckily, those, those uh, corrupted sentinels do give up pretty quick. Yeah, they do. Um, but I have been hunting for what they're they're calling them four squared tech module or tech uh, weapons yeah. and ships. Yes, so I've that all that, of yeah. the supercharged. Oh my god, they look so good! And I'm really excited because I'm actually upgrading a multi tool that I got that was C class. I've got it up to A class already, and now I'm grinding nanites to get it up to S class. But all four of the tech modules are right next to each other in a square form. So that they are just they it's like the most power you could get from whatever weapon you decide to put on that. Yeah. Or whatever you're gonna use. So your mining beam, you know, your mining beam, you shoot something and it's it disappears like within a second or two of you shooting it. And I'm just I'm super excited to get myself some one of those all the way up to an S class. Cause so far I've only found uh, a couple of C classes that I have to upgrade. But it's I'm I'm pretty excited to get that up to S class and put. I want to do the pulse spitter. I think I'm going to do all of the S class modules on the pulse spitter, and then 
uh, I don't know. Does the burning module give you a boost to damage it, too? Uh, it all it does is it increases the um, the amount of time that each one burns. So you get double the okay, you know, double the damage from that, but it's only the burn damage. Yeah, I would do I would do the pulse spitter itself and three S class modules uh in those that, supercharged slots. That was a question I actually had for you was if you're throwing just a module itself on, how do you know what kind of boost you're getting? Like how do you how do you know what you're getting from just putting the module itself on there, the weapon itself, not a, a boost module? Um so uh Did they fix that? So, or is that only on ships now that you can actually see? Well, so the, the, on the multi-tools, you can see the damage output on the, uh, the main display, you know, where it tells you what the, what the damage potential is. Well, I knew it was damage potential, but it's like, unless I have like, on-screen hit damage, what is it called, the, the, the hit numbers, unless mm -hmm. I have that active. It's like, how am I supposed to know how much more damage I'm doing to something putting the actual weapon itself onto a supercharged module as opposed to, or slot rather, as opposed to any kind of booster? Yeah, you just have to look and see the difference in the damage potential number. Okay. Because it'll, it'll go up uh, relative to whatever... Um, supercharged slot you've got. Okay. I have been looking into, like, because the prefixes and everything, I have been looking into how the modules are um, organized as to what they prioritize, because apparently the name will tell you what has the most damage or has the the highest uh, rating on each S-Class module uh, once you install it. And then, like, there's a whole spreadsheet of all that shit. And I wanted to go through and I don't like I'm not going to go out searching for the absolute best of the best modules out there and all that stuff. But I do want something on my S class or on my uh, permadeath character that will just melt anything that steps in front of me with a pulse spitter because that is my favorite weapon. And maybe do a, alternate between a pulse spitter with the four uh, four square on that one and then have another uh, sentinel weapon that has the four square and do my scatter blaster on that. And that would just be a lot of damage between those two weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Zane's World has a good video on how to maximize um, your modules. Uh, because yeah, you... cause the modules themselves um, don't have a fixed um, value. It's the seed... Um, algorithm that determines what the specs of the module that you unlock at that moment. So you can, you know, you can have an S class module um, and unlock it and put it in a slot. Look at those numbers um, and then reload the save, um, you know, reload the, the restore point. And then take another module. Usually they'll use C-class modules uh, because they're, you know, cheap. You unlock that C-class module. Now you unlock that S-class again, and the numbers will be different uh, because it's a different seed. Um, no. And so what they do is they unlock a bunch of um, C-class modules and see where, you know, you know, was number one better than number, you know, two, three, four, five, six, or was number three the best? <clears throat> and then, you know, then you reload your save and you know that you need to, so if number three was the best, then you activate two C-class modules and then activate your S-class module. And then that one, that's going to be the best spec that you're going to get, um, you know, for that module. And then, you know, reset your restore point and do it all over again. And you, by doing that method, you can, um, 
you know, you can get the maximum amount of, of all the specs, uh, for any, you know, for any set of modules that you have, uh, based on, you know, uh, fudging that seed. No, <laughs> nope, nope. Okay. So here's, here's what I'm going to put out there. Anybody in permadeath that knows how to get a hold of these, I will meet you on some shady backwater planet and I will <laughs> hand you like 5,000 nanites for each one of these perfect modules. Right. So or we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll do 50 million per. I don't know. We'll come up with some kind of price. But give it to me in a little brown baggie or package or something. And then we'll just be on our merry way. Yeah. You're you going to be, you're you... gonna be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I, know. I know. When you load it into just... your save and they become <laughs> crap. I'm so sad. This is just because <laughs> that's way more work than I'm going to put into that. That yeah, is yeah. just. Uh, what shit. I do is I just, I, you know, I just unlock them. If one of them is particularly crappy, then I'll just uh, destroy it and go buy another one and open it up and see if it's, you know, on par with the other ones. It, I remember you sending, directing me to that video once before when we discussed this. <laughs> and I do remember that it was a really good dream I had halfway through that video. <laughs> because I couldn't, I was like, man, this is not a part of this game I want to do. Yeah, it's, it, it is, it is it, it's amazing that this is how this game works. Uh, but it's also like, whoa, that's way too much work. It, yeah, <laughs> it really is. It, if that really should be a thing where you can get stuff like that and sell it to other people, there really should be some kind of like rare item market that you can get a hold of, you know, sort of like the coordinate exchange, but. I'd like to be able to like jump to a planet and have to catch a player online while they're selling a specific thing and have them in their own little shop. Mm -hmm. That would be so much fun. The galactic hub. I don't know if you guys have been there lately, but there's a lot of stuff built there and it would be really cool to have to jump there just to specifically get, you know, these tricked out modules and we can't do that. No. Yeah. Even, even less for multi-tools than with uh, ships. There's wiki wacky oh. ways of of swapping ships with players. There are, and I've seen that there are, uh, and I think I brought that up before about there being a place where you can go and they have a golden vector trading area where, and I think it's like part of this part of the No Man's Sky coordinate exchange, but I can't remember. Um, but you can do that. They do it with speeders too now. So if you haven't gone through that, if you're a new player and you want one of those speeders or a golden vector, you can. I probably Google it because I I don't know how to get a hold of them honestly. I just saw it as I was going through, but you can get a hold of it because people are out there just more than happy to just meet meet with you and give you one, just so everybody has one. So, wow, yeah, that's kind. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's not as trivial as just you know letting you take it. You have to swap it with no, one of not. the uh, the. NPCs and then the person getting it has to you know jump in and and grab that NPC before they take off uh in that ship. Yeah. It's not undoable. I mean it's not impossible to do. No, no. Yeah. It so. just takes a little pre-planning and and understanding how that system works and you know hope they never patch it. <laughs> We should be able to just trade or sell our ships to other people anyway. That should be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. If you, if you can do it to an NPC, you should be able to – I don't understand why that's not a thing. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I don't make games. I just complain. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. enjoying all this uh, this new stuff, you know, getting in, playing around with it, figuring the stuff out. Um, and... Uh, you know, still kind of waiting, you know, there's, you know, it's very likely that there's going to be a expedition. Um, so we'll, you know, waiting to see when that actually pops up. Um, so keep hunting those ships, keep hunting those systems. You know, there, there are so many, you know, incredible looking ships. Fortunately, even the, even the chonkiest ones of these, uh, interceptors are really cool looking ships. So, 
Um, I still haven't found one yeah. that has the uh, tank tracks on it. But uh, oh my gosh, what? I know. Yeah, I saw one of those. I've seen several on the on the coordinate exchange. I'm like, oh man, I want to come across one of those just naturally. They look uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, they're they're massive. So definitely the opposite of the kind of ship that I usually look for to fly. Yeah, they, these are definitely a lot of fun. These ships are cool. Um, so go out and find you some, and we will catch you next time. See you in space. Have a good week, everyone. You're stealing my line, Baker. Nope. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the Baker.